This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. It's ten past eight and time for our regular catch-up with Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Gary. <laughs> How are things going um, in the Waipa District? Good, actually. Hey, nice to see some rain. I mean, our farmers are going to be pretty jolly happy about that. Although two mils, to be fair, um, is not enough. But anyway, better than better than nothing. Um, but look, hey, what I was going to talk about this morning was, of course, we are in our annual um, plan process and just gone out to our communities now. Um, and of course, the annual plan is all about how we spend everyone's rates for the year or your rates, um, and how we, um, I guess, um, plan and what our budgets are for the year as well and our key projects. So, um, yeah, we're out for public consultation at the moment, um, and that finishes just after Easter, actually. So, yeah, really connecting with the community via a bunch of Zoom meetings and that kind of thing, um, trying to connect with the community just to hear people's comments and thoughts around, um, around any you know, key projects or any changes they might want to see. So I guess what everyone always asks, Gary, is what is the proposed rate increase? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it always, always comes down to, doesn't it? So we went out in our long-term plan, um, which we completed last year, of course. We went out um, for year two, because that's where our year two of our long-term plan starts this July, uh, with a plan to have a, a proposed rates, rates increase of 4.4%. Now, for um, 1 July, at the moment, we are sitting at 4.3%. So just slightly under than what was planned, so that's got to be a good thing. Um, being, you know, very, very mindful of uh, of people um, and, you know, and how the current environment is in Waipa. You know, we've just obviously um, had two years of quite a volatile, um, you know, kind of environment with COVID, but we're heading into potentially high, well, we will be, uh, higher interest rates. So, you know, I guess, you know, ability for people and families to, um, you know, to kind of function and uh, and how much rates people pay is really, really, um, mind- we're really mindful about that. Rates are a thing that people are, <laughs> in turn, very mindful of. Um, but I think people need to understand how they aren't being malevolently raised or they aren't raised because a council is... Um, needing more money or not managing money well, um, things become more expensive all the time from from month to month, pretty much, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And look, and we we've got a proposed um, capital, um, you know, plan uh, capital project plan for next um, next year for well, that's one hundred seventy six million dollars worth. And you know, it's not frivolous spending. Absolutely not. This is this is important stuff. This is the pipe under the ground that we you know, obviously need to maintain to a high standard to deliver water. You know, obviously to get rid of your wastewater if you're living in urban areas. All of those sorts of things. Um, you know, they are. It is a it is a really important part. I think it's been more topical these last couple of years. Uh, we you do sometimes see around New Zealand that infrastructure has been left. Um, you know, as kind of, you know, the last uh, thought or perhaps not enough spending has been, um, you know, placed into those areas. Whereas we at Waipa here, we're really mindful of that and we've always had great infrastructure um, and want to keep that. So, yeah, big spend there. 
Um, but I guess just mentioning a couple of other key projects um, coming up in particular for Cambridge. So um, we will start to see the Cambridge Town Hall Trust. Um, they are you know, very busy in the background there, the trust that was established um, just recently. So, you know, they have aspirations. We will see submissions from them, I'm sure, about what um, they would like to do with the town hall. But also, you know, we've also talked for a while about our Cambridge wastewater treatment plant. Um, you know, we've got a big build uh, to start there next year, um, as well as um, the high-level bridge has got some painting. In fact, that will start later on this year as well, uh, just before um, about October, November. So, you know, these are all things, yes, it doesn't... Uh, you know, it doesn't cost peanuts. They are really, it is really important. Uh, but a couple of nice to haves, I guess. We had a, a big, um, you know, group from the Cambridge High School come and see us last year too around the Cambridge Skate Park and they were looking to make some improvements there. So we have um, allocated some money towards the Cambridge Skate Park upgrade. Um, and lastly, the sports fields. Um, you know, this is at John Kirkhoff Park, Cambridge. Um, you know, this, again, a submission last year from soccer um, clubs that, hey, there were some fields that were really, really kind of unusable because um, you know, they just really needed to have a bit of an upgrade. So, so certainly identified that as another key project. So look, this is what we, we need to hear from the community alike, you know, now, what do you like, what don't you like? And um, yeah, look, really look forward to some of the submissions that hopefully we'll receive. Really what we're talking about here is very um the very core infrastructure of district isn't it and it's relevant to a lot of people rather than just uh a select few that, that that's exactly it, it affects everybody you know because even if you may not you may not live in an urban area you're probably doing business in the urban areas <laughs> you may own a business in the urban area so it does affect everybody um and, you know, I know it's kind of the boring stuff when you, when you talk about the pipes under the ground. Um, and it's, you know, it's not something you can see. So people sometimes feel like, you know, I don't see um, value. But look, believe you me, it's, um, it's critical. Um, it's critical to have a well-functioning, um, you know, certainly towns and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, actually, um, you know, to be able to, I guess, just, you know, to progress all of these projects um, and, to, and to deliver, I guess, a really good budget for this annual plan. A really significant amount of the budget goes to the uh, water infrastructure, doesn't it? I think people would be surprised. Oh, yes, absolutely, especially when you've got a growing town like Cambridge. Goodness, you know, um, it's all about, uh, you know, we need to service, obviously, all, um, all new growth areas. Um, but they're not just serviced them half-heartedly. It's got to be, you know, people like to have good, strong pressure, you know, if they're taking a shower and things. So, you know, absolutely. I mean, this is this is infrastructure that is, yeah, like I say, not, uh, you know, it doesn't cost peanuts at all. It's quite, it, it is expensive and we you could do it once and you've got to do it right. So, um, yeah, so no, I think, I, I, I'm pretty, com you know, I'm very confident actually that, uh, that the plan and the capital projects in place uh, are going to deliver what, uh, you know, to the expectations of our residents, that's for sure. Now, what's going on down at um, Lake Te Kautu? I've noticed um, that uh, in the media a bit recently. Yes, that's right. So we've got our rain gardens that we're installing, um, Gary. So mm. look, we've had a strong call from the from the community around Lake Te Kautu and obviously it's um, water quality, which is really, really hard, um, you know, I guess, um, you know, lake to, you know, to kind of reverse the, the, the degradation of it. 
So, so what we what we've been doing is working with the community, but also working with local iwi um, around well, how do we reverse um, you know some of the neg- negative environmental um, issues that you know we've seen a degradation for a long time. Um, it's been over you know many many years. So the rain gardens are being installed um, as a as a natural kind of um, <clears throat> I guess plan. So as we've got stormwater coming off the roads, this stormwater will go through this rain garden. Um, and then purify the water so the water that's um, been received you know, into Lake Takuja will be a far better quality, not the rubbish that's uh, kind of floating and, um, and you know, making its way down there now. So, yeah, so that's kind of a, that, that's, um, a project that's underway. Um, so if you see things, um, you know, diggers and things over there, you'll know why. Um, and it will actually just look like a normal garden, but believe you me, um, yeah, underneath it there's quite a... I quite a neat uh, kind of, you know, system underneath to purify the water. So is it one of those um, setups where it sort of slows down the flow of water and gives the soil time to absorb the nitrates and um, other chemicals in there uh, running off the surrounding land? Is that the sort of thing we're looking at? Yeah, yeah. Well, in well, and, and, and some places, Yes, that's right. So there'll be this, the particular types of plants that are planted there that are um, you know, more of a natural, um, you know, filter. But also underneath that, you've got whole, we've got various layers, um, you know, of purification. But it's all natural as such. So the idea, we're not, you know, no chemicals being added or anything like that. The idea is to purify the water through a series of layers. So yeah, so I think it's quite, um, it's not unique, but, but I think it's a really good solution. Um, it appears, you know, like I number of number of stakeholders have been interested in this, and uh, seems, and, you know, seems to be accepted by the community. This is the best way to go. I imagine it would be more cost effective than some other ideas that have been raised as well, which have included actual uh, machines and actually a- actual filters um, to try and improve the quality of the water. Look, exactly, that's right. And look, we've always got lots of different parties to keep happy, as you know, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and cost, you know, versus outcome, you know, is always something that's really important too. So, yeah, this is a good balance, good middle ground, um, you know, in terms of, you know, reversing some of the, you know, some of the issues that, uh, you know, that we've seen over the over the years. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, what I'm really keen actually to do is, of course, measure those outcomes um, and love to keep a really close eye on this and see, see you know, what the quality of water is like in, you know, five, year t- five years' time, uh, you know, for example. So just, yeah, have asked the staff to, to do that because I think it'll be really interesting to see what else we can do going forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess just um, approaching things from another angle, um, how are things going at the Mighty River Domain? Because uh, I, sp- oh, yes. I, sp- I suppose things are getting, um, things are amping up a bit with the idea of a possible traffic light level change. That's right. Oh, look, absolutely. Well, look, even just the introduction of an extra 100 people per function has made a massive difference for us. So recently, of course, we had the advice that we could go to 200 people for an indoor function. But I don't know if you can hear in the background, Gareth, but a weed eater right side at my office at yep, the moment. I heard so it that just tells then. you. <laughs> <laughs> There's Joe. Joe's had an early start this morning because we've got some waka armor on this weekend. So we're just preparing the site for that. We also have a wedding. Um, and we've got numerous conferences between now and Friday. So we have, honestly, that this, this little flick of the switch that happened last week, you know, identifying that 
uh, Monday the 4th, you know, end of the vaccine passes. Um, and for a lot of conferences, a lot of businesses, um, they are back on. So we're seeing a massive, um, you know, interest in, in booking um, events and all the returning, um, you know, conferences that we had planned as well are, yeah, all lined up now. Mm. <laughs> so it's a busy, it's a busy place. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. It'll be good, good to see how things change um, over the coming months. Uh, albeit it is winter time, but I suppose there will still be conferences and things happening during that time. Yeah, look, and look, some of our events have just had to move to a shoulder season. So, look, like I say, we've got Waka Armour uh, this weekend. So, this is the world qualifying um, champ. So, the idea is, you know, obviously we've got a number of, um, you know, qualifying competitions to qualify for some of the world champs um, overseas. So we've got that this weekend, if anyone wants to pop out. And then um, on, over in, um, in, well, in a couple of weeks' time, in the 23rd, 24th of April, we've got the um, Canoe Racing Nationals here. So, again, another really neat to, to actually watch. So those are those are a couple of things coming up. But we've got a calendar on our website, Gary, lakehealthcare.co.nz, if anyone wants to take a look and see what's, uh, what's coming up. Awesome, thanks for that, Liz. And just um, just a side note: um, the other day, I, I rode the cycle, uh, the river path from Karapiro into Leamington. And um, oh, yeah? while I was doing that, I um, I wanted to go down and look at um, a rowing regatta that was happening, like a school rowing regatta. Um, yeah. And um, they like we weren't allowed on the grounds for COVID. Uh, health and safety reasons um, we had to the spectators had to stay off the grounds is that, w- w- is that still the case with the events going on at no, the moment? No that is all that is all gone now so, so, so the reason for that was because um, you, the event hosts were required to check everyone for their vaccine um, passes right. and also a lot of events had to minimise their, their numbers to 100 people so that really only allowed the competitors to enter so no that is all gone uh, there are no fences. There are no, um, you know, no. Requ- there's no requirements um, other than just the normal government guidelines now around mask wearing and things like that. You know, I guess it's, we don't we don't have that outdoors, of course. But if you're going into our cafe, that's still a requirement. But look, everything else, um, yeah, back to normal for us, Gary. So yeah, really nice to see it. I'll tell you what, it's a yeah. I fear I've got a real sigh of relief around this because it has been quite problematic the last uh, few months, that's for sure. Mm, for sure, but it's exciting to yeah see the positive change happening. Yes. Liz Stolwick, Deputy Mayor of the Waipa District and Manager of Mighty River Domain, thank you so much for coming on the free breakfast. You're welcome, Gary. We'll catch up in two weeks. Cheers, see ya. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.